0: hey what's going on travelers and outdoors enthusiasts i'm jason and you're here on the day's travel podcast joining us today is tyler priest he is the interpreter and volunteer coordinator at davis mountain state park
1: so yeah some other things that make this place this park unique is uh, our our skies we have some of the darkest skies in the United States, and just down the road from us is the McDonald Observatory, and it's managed by the University of Texas. They do uh, deep space research. You can see their domed telescopes from the high points in our park, and they're about ten miles away. They, they so they do deep space research. They um, but they also have a public component of outreach. So they do start. They they have star parties. What they call star parties, where. On Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday nights, they have hundreds of people show up to sort of an amphitheater in the round, and uh, they'll have an, an expert right in the middle of that who uh, has a pointer, and he can, you know, he or she will be pointing out the constellations that you can see at that time of year, and some of the stories behind those constellations, the different planets, um, the, you know, international space station if that's moving by, and just really kind of captivate. Captivate your imagination with what you're getting to see. And then around the perimeter of that are several several telescopes, some of them very, very powerful telescopes that can um, give people a look into, you know, the rings of Saturn and just some of the different uh, points of interest uh, for that given time of year. So that's a big draw for a lot of visitors out here going going to a star party to have solar viewing and just general tours as well it's the highest paved road in Texas. So the views up there are some of the best. And, um, so that's a big draw. Um, we're a gateway park to big bend national park. And so some people like to stop here on their way down to big bend and kind of, uh, kind of, you know, sort of wet, you know, get their, what their appetite for adventure here. And, uh, <laughs> we, and a lot of people bring their own telescopes and, and do, you know, their own stargazing here in our park. Um, we what else um it's
0: funny because in like i've been to big ben so many times and i have yet stopped at this this place so just from what you're saying it's like i'm going back to big ben i think later this fall nice. i feel like i need i need to i need to just stop by and check this place out just because and you mentioned the observatory and i'm a huge like milky way and stargazing person so I'm I'm definitely planning on it now as for other activities. So what other activities besides, um, stargazing and and night viewings do you guys have going on there, like hikes? And do you have any, any other kind of stuff like that?
1: Sure. We've got, um, we've got a good trail system here. So we, uh, kind of on the main, we've got sort of two sides of the park. One is the developed side, um, the main side of the park. And, uh, we've got a good, a good little trail system here. Um, and plenty of hiking, but then across the road, across highway 118 is our primitive area. And that's, we actually have backpacking and equestrian uh, trails there. And so if folks do want to backpack um, or, or bring their own horse uh, up to our, our trail system across, kind of across the road, then those, are some, those pro- provide some pretty cool, very more, more remote wilderness kind of options there. Um, and, um, and so pl- uh, plenty of hiking, we're kind of a hiker, hikers destination, um, for, uh, for West Texas. Um, awesome. and, um, and then birding is huge here. We are a globally recognized birding, uh, area here in the Davis mountains. And we've got two bird blinds. Um, and, and since we do have a cooler, higher, you know, kind of elevation and climate here, Uh, it's a lot, it's a very important stopping place for a lot of migratory birds. So there is almost here in the region of the Davis mountains, there's almost a bird, uh, that can be seen throughout the year for every day of the year. So over 300 birds have been identified out here.
0: Hey there, Traveler. I hope you're learning a lot from this week's podcast. And if you'd like to support us, go check out www.daystravel.com and enjoy the rest of this episode.
1: Uh, we are just in a very quiet, peaceful place. Um, we So some people just like to get here and just kind of like turn everything off and just hang out and enjoy the peace and the quiet and the breeze we um we border with a national historic site we share a fence line with the fort davis national historic site which is an old fort one of the best preserved forts in the southwest uh that was established to protect sort of the passage between san antonio and el paso uh it goes back goes back to the mid 1800s and uh so they tell that story of of kind of, um, uh, you know, that, that history of, uh, native, Native American, uh, and early kind of Western settler, uh, conflict. And, right. um, and they do a great job of telling that story down, just down, kind of down the hill from us. And we actually have trails that connect, uh, from our park in, uh, hikes that go through a lot of these narrow little boulder, boulder passages. And, um, and so you could hike from our park into theirs and then tour around the old grounds of the fort and walk into some of the old structures and uh, walk into the hospital and uh, the old barracks and uh, learn about learn about that history. so uh, awesome. that's that's another draw uh, to this area.
0: Um, quick question. just sure. from what you said from all that, two question arises uh so what do you say how long would it like how long would you think as a traveler or an explorer would, would you take to be at, at david's mountains state park to encum- like get a great you know how how many days or how long do you think they can spend there to get all that encompasses feeling or just you know that like know a, a lot about that park and two i've noticed that you you were talking about animals and and so you you're talking about wildlife now I I do notice that you guys have uh, mountain lions there and how frequent is the mountain lions? Um, we call it.
1: Yeah. Uh, The observations or the sightings. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly.
1: Right. So, um, I would say as far as the amount of time that a new visitor would want to spend here, I'd say, give us like a long weekend. Like if you, if you can, if you can, you know, hang out here for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of deal, Um, you know, three days, I think you will, that'll be enough time to really get a feel for, for this place, this region. And then it'll open up, I think your eyes to how much there is to see and do out here that will kind of make you want to come back for more, uh, later. Uh, and so we, we do say there's, there's more than meets the eye out here. Uh, it, it seems like a remote kind of boring place, but when you actually get out here, um, the things that there, you can do, uh, you know, it, it, there's always something you don't get to. And so it's always a good excuse to come back. Um, and so some of those other draws in the area thinking just outside the park, um, would be Balmoray State Park, which is like our sister park. We had some of the, some of the same company in the CCC built, uh, what's regarded as one of the largest spring fed pools in the world. Um. It is just at the foot of the Davis Mountains, uh, about 30 minutes from us. And it's one of the most scenic drives in Texas, just absolutely gorgeous canyon drive. And it is a lot of the beautiful stone architecture. And it's there's a, there's a, just a really big pool that has crystal clear water. I think it's like millions of gallons flowing through it in a single day. And uh, is has fish, you know some endangered species of fish swimming around in it, um, black catfish. So, you know, bring your goggles, your snorkel and, uh, have fun swimming around and, and, and looking at the fish. I mean, people bring, you know, their scuba, their scuba gear out and, um, and play around, you know, with, uh, you know, diving around there. And, um, and it's just, it's just such a beautiful setting with just mountains in the distance and this little oasis in the middle of Chihuahuan Desert. Uh, So that's a draw for a lot of people. And that pool was closed for, um, about almost, almost a year. Uh, it recently reopened in March. So, uh, that's where a lot of Texans go to, uh, to cool off and beat the heat. And, um, so that's just up the road. And then, uh, let's see, we have, we're just outside the small town of Fort Davis. Uh, there's, we sort of sit on a triangle of three towns, which Fort Davis is at the top of that triangle, and then Marfa, uh, art kind of a, a, a really interesting art, uh, modern art uh, outpost uh, with a lot of culture, a lot of music, a lot of uh, it's becoming more of a kind of a little festival town that draws <laughs> yeah. a lot of photographers, a lot of a lot of young adults especially. Uh, but that's a really interesting town, and then uh, the other kind of bottom of that triangle is uh, Alpine, which is more the, the bigger of the three cities, sort of the hub of the big bend it actually has its home to Sol Ross state university, um, and the museum of the big bend, which will really does a great job of telling the story of the big bend region. And, um, and so that's each, each little town out here has its own pace, its own charm, its own character and and, kind of quirkiness. Um, you know, some great gallery art galleries, great food options, uh, scenic drives. You just, you cannot, make a bad turn out here. You're going to be on a scenic road, whichever direction you go.
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Days Travel Podcast. I also want to give a huge thank you to all my supporting contributors out there. This podcast and my other content at www.daystravel.com won't be possible without you. So keep supporting me and watch out for my future content. Thank you.